0: hear you shout out you know it's all right put on your magic pants and let's go we're cruising into the power zone clip in set yourself free come on and take a ride
1: Welcome to the Clip Out, episode 101. Or should I just say 101?
0: I don't know. I was like, that's very formal. 101.
1: This is Crystal O'Keefe.
0: And this is Tom O'Keefe. So we're still doing this. Apparently Oh, I just thought like 100 was a good round number
1: That's good to go out
0: Pack it in Yeah You
1: know No, I don't think we can I don't think we can anymore
0: Well, that's true People would be really mad They would Since <laughs> some of them gave us money this week Yeah,
1: <laughs> that would be kind of crappy to do
0: We had a uh, a a very nice listener Well, we have more than one very nice listener Yeah, well, one listener
1: posted Yes And then
0: uh, Eric Goodman posted about uh because in the 100th episode We talked about the time And that we pay the interns to edit So you're not constantly editing Because you already dedicated a lot of time to it and, and he's like People should chip in And <laughs> so we're like okay So we created So there's a there. We have a, a donate button on the website Yes We're not trying to whore out or anything No um, But uh
1: we're and a little embarrassed about We the whole are thing. we're, very we're, not, we're no, we don't even Know how we feel about this I yeah. Mean well I I I shouldn't say We don't know how we feel we Feel like we have the best Listeners on the planet
0: yes we Feel grateful yes. and honored but we Also yes. don't want people to think That we're just money hungry Bastards like this isn't the Sort of thing you th- start thinking Haha, Right this is my path to Riches right you know uh, so we're Not Scrooge McDuck up the Place over <laughs> here but uh but if you would be so, so inclined You can go to theclipout.com slash donate And there's a, there's a PayPal button at the bottom And you can donate a one-time thing You could make a smaller monthly donation That reoccurs until you get sick of it Or us, or both uh, Or you could do absolutely nothing And
1: that is okay
0: In which case you're dead to us No, <laughs> I'm kidding Because that's the sort of thing you want me to say But no, for real If, if, if you're just like I spend enough on the bike Okay.
1: Yeah, we get that. And we
0: feel you. No hmm. big deal. No uh, no harm no foul. Yeah. We we will be nothing but polite to you at hri don't worry <laughs> don't feel like you can't come up and say hi no so. i hope
1: everybody who sees us that listens to the podcast comes up and say hi, says hi i want Absolutely. to meet everybody yeah
0: we love meeting people when we're at stuff like that so don't be shy because we do we did get people last year that were like oh i wanted to say something but i also get that like there were especially after we did the q a thing there were a lot of people around us and, and so people didn't really know how to kind of Puncture yeah that. yeah but uh But yeah but uh we love to We're talk Very to approachable yes well one of, She is
1: unless unless I'm really stressed Out I'm very approachable so <laughs> <laughs>
0: So uh, anyway That's uh, that's what we did this week so yeah Thank you very much to everyone who was kind enough To throw some money our way And we've already given the Intern some of it yes yes First act of business it was so
1: Absolutely they thank are you guys. grateful as well Yes they are
0: we would uh Have them thank you personally but we Keep them locked in a basement <laughs> editing, so. But now we got them uh, A cushioned seat Right <laughs> Before it was just a bench
1: They're living large Oh yeah
0: Totally So uh, What Do you have in store for people this week
1: Well we have Peloton news We have Peloton in the news We have details about HRI Um, We have a visit from the Peloton Prophet Uh, We have some instructor news And uh, we have some (laughs) We have a funny article from Competitor news and of course Our amazing interview with Kristen Fleschner.
0: Awesome well uh, Before we get to all that shameless plugs Don't forget we're available on Apple podcast You can go there Rate, review, subscribe We have a new review Yes This is from someone Who I presume Has some sort of Sex addiction Oh my Um, It says it's from Absolute Adidas
1: why is that a sex addiction? Well,
0: because Adidas, everybody knows it means all day I dream about sex. <laughs> so,
1: oh, okay. Well, did
0: you not know that? I
1: did not know that. Oh,
0: yeah. It's you almost, teach
1: me so much, Tom.
0: It's because sometimes it's almost like you were never a twelve-year-old boy.
1: It is. I it don't is even like understand that, because so. I was not a twelve-year-old boy. It was
0: also a corn song. If you're, I miss a fan. that too. Yeah. So
1: I, I liked corn. I don't know what happened. I miss that one for our metal listeners. God, that was a long time ago.
0: Or new metal listeners, that's in you with an umlaut. They say so good, and they give us five stars because we wouldn't read it if they gave us two. Uh, just gonna own that. Excellent podcast, definitely worth a listen. So thank you very much. Yes, thank you. And, uh, and see, they don't have to be long. No,
1: no, like, that's fine.
0: Yeah. So uh, if if you much appreciated, if you're shy and you don't know what all to say, you could just say something quick like that. No big deal. So. Swing on by and do that Also don't forget You can find us on Facebook at Facebook.com Slash the clip out Where you can uh, Like the page And join the group And stay up to date With stuff throughout the week Yep Like when there are New clothes at the store
1: Huh funny you should mention that Yeah
0: so don't start yet
1: Oh sorry We I haven't just...
0: started proper You need to settle down <laughs> Settle down
1: <laughs> You said
0: You said shopping I know Settle down <laughs> So let's dig in Shall we
1: <laughs> Yes it's time for news of the television
0: So I guess get the shopping off of your chest. Ooh, <laughs> starting to turn around on shopping.
1: <laughs> well, good. I'm glad to hear you're starting to turn around on shopping because it looks like the spring line is going to be dropping very soon. As as in imminent, it is in the stores already. Ooh. So uh, it could drop is it could drop before this podcast drops. It's possible How about that Yes So uh, It's amazing um, There are hues of light pink And there's this like Really soft Cuddly yellow You know it Reminds me of a little baby chick You know And um, And then there's like Black and white stripes So I can't wait to see The whole thing uh, Actually like Laid out In a Presentation manner Item by item So that I can Pour over it And decide What I absolutely Must have I can't wait for that
0: Oh, so there are, there's a chance there might be things that you don't have to have.
1: There's always a chance.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mostly theoretical. I
1: mean, there there have been many lines of clothing that I have not bought every single thing. I never buy any of the men's clothing, for example. Oh,
0: that, so you're like, right there, I don't buy half of it.
1: There you go. Look at all the money I'm saving you, Tom.
0: Oh, just by not having a penis. <laughs> Just to be clear, I am a fan of you not having a penis
1: Well, I am too
0: Yeah (laughs) So everyone has that to look forward to New clothes coming soon
1: Yes, hooray
0: Huzzah So There's going to be a little hiccup in the schedule Yes If you're a fan of the live classes
1: You need to know You need to know Um,
0: Take note, please And help me spread the word Yes, in the immortal words of Douglas Adams Don't panic
1: Yes Okay, there are no live classes On April 18th (gasps) I know
0: Is it because they all got fired? Is it because of the lawsuit?
1: (laughs) Tom, don't start shit
0: (laughs) You sound like
1: the OPP Stop it (laughs) Nobody's fired And I don't think it has anything to do with the lawsuit Is
0: it because of the hostile takeover from Echelon? (laughs)
1: Stop it (laughs) (laughs) Those foul mouth words (laughs) Knock it off Okay, I don't know why It's some kind of company Like company meeting Or company thing They're doing So uh, they There are no live classes And that's tread And the bike So it's very important That people realize that Because On April 20th There are also No tread classes live
0: That's because They're all getting Stoned, man
1: <laughs> So on the 18th twenty, dude On the 18th There's no live classes At all Tom,
0: okay. Got
1: to get a focus with me, and then on the twentieth, no live tread classes. Okay, okay, all
0: right. And on four twenty one, <laughs> they're gonna have to work off all them brownies. <laughs> we know what's going on, Peloton. We get it. We get it. New York City, oh, they're crazy.
1: <laughs> so do not schedule a milestone visit for those days. You yes. will be sorely disappointed.
0: We have some HRI updates We can say HRI Because they're like The mini HRIs That's That will true. be attached To homecoming
1: That is true So
0: if you're an official Peloton employee Don't freak out Because we said HRI We
1: know it's homecoming For you guys yes. It's just HRI For the rest of us But
0: we're still not Calling out the OPMP
1: Nope it's so always going to be the
0: OPP. That ship has sailed.
1: <laughs> all right, so I I made sure that I reached out on the clip out group and I asked, you know what what are all the different groups doing? This is right. so this is a rundown of reported events. There could be others that I do not have record of. There probably are others that I do not have record of. Um, so if you want to be mentioned here, then. Please send me a message, and we will we will absolutely add it to the list. So far, uh, Thursday night, we have the JSS Tribe Party. Um, it is at 7.30 p.m. at the DL. Um, if you go to the JSS Tribe and look for Shirley's post, it is pinned. And it has all the details. There's going to be an awesome swag bag. They're going to have a big Peloton step and repeat, um, and it'll say JSS Tribe, not Peloton. Um, and then they're going to have a red carpet. There's going to be a DJ, and there's going to be surprises, Surprises people, there's going to be surprises. Like what? I can't tell you because there are surprises. Oh. But I am telling you, if you were thinking, should I or shouldn't I, you should because there are going to be surprises. Like what? You have to wait and see.
0: No. Oh. But we won't be there That's to be determined No we won't be there I know we have a play (laughs) We have like we have Oh we might try and sneak by later Yeah I have I
1: haven't heard if that's even possible Like Gotcha uh, I, I currently have my Messenger flashing at me Because Uh uh, Yaya sent me like five voice clips And I have not had a chance To listen to them So that will determine Whether or not we can Or cannot drop right. by And I don't know the answer To that yet Just so. to be
0: clear We bought tickets To see Be More Chill Yes So we're going to be Being, Catching the show on Broadway Yes
1: Which we didn't get to do The last time we were right. there And we really enjoy that We're from so. the
0: Midwest We like to do the touristy things
1: Yeah And it's not like We can just hop over to Broadway
0: Yes Well, we can, but hopping over to Broadway here means something very different. Very, very different. Very, very different.
1: So that's Thursday night. You don't want to miss that And then on Friday There are choices galore On Friday there are, There is the Pillow Foodies And Pillow Winos Dinner And I believe That turns into A party afterwards then And there- that
0: will be Oddly enough At McDonald's
2: <laughs> No?
0: No
1: oh. I don't know where it is I don't have the details I just know that um, Other events That are happening That night Coincide with it Because I keep Seeing that posted gotcha. That's the only reason I know that much
0: I hope they have Something locked down Because I know New York really only Has like those Two fancy restaurants Yeah, Just the two right
1: and I'm pretty Sure knowing this group they've got it Under control (laughs) Uh, and then there is The feel-good fam dinner also on Friday night and then finally there Is the last but not least JJ's crew Slash HR crew meetup Uh, It is going to be At the same location As the rooftop party That Tom LaBelle Had last year I believe it's 430 rooftop Or something like that Gotcha Um, And uh, it's going to be From 7 to 10 p.m. That one I do know a little bit More about It's $153 a person Worth every Freaking
0: it's three hours on a rooftop bar yes and it's hors
1: d'oeuvres and and drinks for those Three hours is
0: bundled into that price yes so
1: and it's it's an awesome view and the people Are amazing I mean so uh, all of those events I I, I will be a great time I'm sure Um, and I and I don't know uh, I know that JJ and Christine have been invited To the JJ slash HR crew No clue if they are coming If they are able to come If that fits in their schedule But they have been invited
0: Here's the real question Will there be surprises? I did not get told About any surprises Uh, So that would be a surprise (laughs) If you tell people There are going to be surprises And then there aren't Any surprises That
1: would be a surprise Technically you've still Surprised them That's true Now I am hoping I am hoping that our pancake partners show up oh because I would love to party till 3 a.m And go get some oreo pancakes
0: those those oreo pancakes were good I don't Where do we go it was like the big time diner or something there was lots of Clocks it was like flavor flave sorry I, Flava flave I, I have no idea I'll have to Look back
1: on my uh I have to look on my my facebook timeline to know where the Hell we were I feel like it
0: had time in the but it was like this little diner It was weird It was like the only thing around That we could find That was open mm-hmm. and It was like You're effing New York City And like, only the
1: only Because the college kids That had taken over the rooftop Told us that yeah. We wouldn't have even known If we, we were, weren't
0: <laughs> so drunk We were talking to college kids
1: They were probably like Oh my god You old people right. Shut up
0: Yeah they're like Don't you have babysitters To get home to <laughs> They were totally humoring us They were
1: It was adorable Yeah <laughs> I hope my kids Are that polite someday <laughs> They were very polite but they were
0: definitely like they they were treating us like we were puppies.
1: Yes, it was adorable. Um, but anyway It was a really Really good time And uh, you know You never know You might get to see Tom get drunk on Fireball Because he really likes to Drink Fireball When we're in New York City It's kind of a tradition now
0: Well it's, I mean I've only done it twice That's a
1: tradition It's every year Oh I see
0: <laughs> I did get a little liquored up
1: little <laughs> bit A little bit A little Yes mm-hmm. Although Tom will not be there Tom LaBelle So he was the one Getting you liquored up I That's don't know true. If he, it will be as effective This time
0: Like yeah He was pouring drinks down me so much I was like Is this dude Trying to get in my pants <laughs>
2: (laughs) (laughs) I
0: mean totally could have But I'd just like to know (laughs)
2: <laughs> we'll
1: have to send a note to Tom and so, find out.
0: But that's the one that we'll be at. That is the one that so we will if, be at. if People care if that influences your decision making, and and honestly, it could influence it either yeah, way. you could be like, <laughs> like "Oh, Tom and oh, are going.
1: Stay oof, away." Cross
0: the roof party,
1: off feel the good list. fam. It is. Yes,
0: but uh, that is. But we have already purchased our tickets. So yes, we will and be there. and
1: I and if you haven't gotten it yet, it's going to be tough because the deadline is when this episode comes out. You have to pay on April twelfth. To secure your ah, spot So
0: you'll have to be Listen day one And be quick like a bunny
1: Yes um, And then uh, All of those events Are going to be amazing All those groups are great The people are great You're going to have a good time Whatever you choose Whether you choose not to do Any of those groups And you have your own thing You will have a great time
0: And just to recap If you're aware of something Or you're structuring something And we haven't said it We are not ostracizing Correct. you Please reach out And we will be, we will be More than happy To include it In a, in a in next week's episode Absolutely The Peloton Prophet Has returned
1: Yes, the prophet has returned And
0: what information will they gift to us this week?
1: This one kind of surprised me Although when I thought about it, I was like, I get it Okay, the Peloton prophet predicts there will be audio meditations coming soon Hmm, Mm -hmm.
0: and what... Makes them predict that. Do we have any sort of backstory?
1: Well, it was due to things that were on social media. I, I so don't want to reveal too much about how the prophet figures things out. Gotcha. Because um, people might change what they're doing and it's fun. <laughs> so they should keep doing that. We will see. Audio meditations to come. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs>
0: Peloton got a nice write up in glamour this week
1: They did. did did you get a chance To read it I did what were your thoughts on that uh, <laughs> I know I'm putting you On the spot I, let, let me put this a different way I was surprised um, That they they Only focused
0: <laughs> they talk About the community and then they talk about one Person from the community
1: yeah and so I think It was supposed to be a highlight for her which great You know yeah. like that's good that they highlighted her um, But I thought it was weird That like they talked about how intensive the Community was but didn't, didn't talk 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 about the other groups, you know, like within Peloton. So, and if they wanted to make it a highlight just about her, then I think, I think they should have talked more about her personally rather than her going to Peloton. So, I just... It was a weird balance of the two But I mean it was a great It was a great shout out for Peloton And it was a a really good opportunity To highlight the official Peloton mom group Which is a huge group There's like I believe it's like 30,000 women in there And you know I joke all the time Because their favorite saying is NPR butt Because they say it all the time But they discuss everything in that group If you can think about it It has been discussed in that group Okay never mind Tom
0: Oh I was like okay Is this a challenge?
1: If you can think about a mom topic
0: that doesn't change anything
1: <laughs> <laughs> Okay well anyway A lot of I'm, things have been discussed
0: I'm just glad I finally figured out that NPR meant
1: Not Peloton, not related. Peloton
0: related I thought when I kept reading NPR But I thought they all wanted to look like Terry Gross The people that listen to NPR got it <laughs> We discovered a uh, Well we didn't but another <laughs> Famous Peloton user was discovered this week Yes Monica Puig I have to say like i I don't know anything about it's tennis, yes, I don't know anything about tennis, so I just had to Listen to YouTube to hear our, how to say Your name and a British guy said it
1: And so now it's just forever going to be British Monica to you.
0: Puig <laughs> like That's how I think
1: I think it's I think you Handled it well I think the
0: UK I think the Uck group is really going to love my British accent
1: I'm sure they will I bet you get applauded I bet they send you notes about how Great your Probably. accent is Watch
0: this aluminium
1: <laughs> That's how they say it So just for the record I am not giggling As much as I typically do because I have A sinus infection and when I get it sounds like I'm dying Okay
0: but I'm still just as funny though right No, absolutely
1: okay. I don't want anyone to question I That worried. I think that you are less Funny than usual people
0: are like is she mad at I
1: now? know What's I don't want people to on? think we're fighting They'll know when we're fighting
0: Because I'm sure the listeners were like this is comedy gold he's spinning
1: <laughs> And she's got nothing What is wrong with her? Yes, I'm sure that's what they were thinking So Monica yeah, Puig, Puig. <laughs> So Monica was recently uh, they, they did a little coverage of her On the Women's Tennis Association website Okay, And I guess the I don't know much about tennis I know shocking to everyone Because we know nothing About any sport (laughs) But um, it's There's some kind of Finals taking place In Charleston And so she was Interviewed for this This article And they were talking About like how she's All of a sudden She's advancing To the semifinals She's never done that before And she credited it To her newfound zen Which she has found Through the meditations That Peloton is now Providing on the digital app And it's the first time I've seen any kind of Mention of the meditation Like somebody using it From a Celebrity standpoint and I realize Not everybody considers uh, tennis You know celebrity but she's a sports person So yeah, we're gonna go with absolutely. that Absolutely. And She talked about how she's sleeping better and usually She would be so like amped up From all the, the working out and the Competitions and right. just drive that She was having trouble going to sleep it usually Took her like an hour and a half to fall asleep And the meditations that she's been Doing on a daily basis are putting her to sleep Within minutes I mean that is life changing And she said that she is so Focused on the court now, that she is crediting all to Peloton. So I thought that was pretty cool, and I felt like I needed everybody needed to know that. That is
0: pretty cool. Robin Arzon had a big spread.
1: Yes, so she was. Married a couple of weeks Well I guess it's been a Couple of months now yeah um, That she was married and They didn't post a ton of Pictures it was just like a Couple from the actual Ceremony and uh, they had said Then Robin said then that She was going to be Featured in the knot they Were going to feature her Entire wedding and so that Is ready now you can go to The knot.com and the Entire spread is there oh. you Can also find that of Course at facebook.com Slash the clip out because We have the link as well Right um, she and, did
0: not also Provide us pictures no, no, no We no, just no. have a link to the People she did provide the Yeah kitchen.
1: I just meant you can Find it there if yes. you Didn't know where else to Go you can always go to The uh, Facebook page and Find us and so that is Going to be amazing to Look at if you have not Seen it there are some Really great pictures and She talks all about how She had like 90 guests There and it was all Like really close friends And family and they made It into like a four day Event and they did all These different um, activities Together so it was like They would all go running Together and they would All you know do some Other kind of activity Together You would have hated it This sounds like
0: The worst wedding ever
1: Absolutely For you Yeah I mean for me It would have been amazing But for you Yeah It would have been miserable There was like spa treatments And like parties And all kinds of cool stuff So uh, you can hear And see all about that On The Knot
0: I'm just thinking How radically different It is from our wedding At Dave and Buster's
1: Yes (laughs) It is radically different
0: (laughs) and just to be clear i'm not joking and finally an exercise bike got sued that wasn't peloton this week
1: that's true that's true it was last week actually but that doesn't matter yes yes the the famous the infamous soul cycle
0: the the less famous than they were two years ago Soul cycle
1: yeah that is accurate For sure they uh, The the article is Headlined or titled Woman sues SoulCycle after being shamed about slowing down. <laughs> okay, so this woman claims that she fell off her bike catastrophically injuring her <laughs> ankle after the instructor mocked her for slowing down. So of course, I had to read on. Did her ankle
0: explode? How do you how do you catastrophically injure an ankle?
1: That's a great question, Tom. Thanks for setting that up for me. So, apparently, this woman Felt like her legs were getting weak about 20 minutes into the class oh, that's
0: how you feel on the podcast just <laughs> Staring lovingly at me
1: That's so true So 20 minutes into her first class She's This is the very first time She's ever been to SoulCycle And she's doing this move That she has to have dumbbells At a standing position on her bike Back to why we don't do that shit On Peloton bikes um, And she claims that When she tried to slow down The instructor Who they call a celebrity instructor Angela Davis uh, Davis began mocking her
0: Just to be clear Did they put celebrity In like mocking air quotes?
1: No, that was me.
0: Oh, no, that was but they, I thought they should have.
1: Yeah, because I couldn't believe they they said popular celebrity instructor. Okay. I mean, we could compare.
0: Yeah, that's just, I i guess I'm biased because all I know is Peloton because of this,
1: but... Yeah, you are definitely biased. Just like, SoulCycle's kind of like RC Cola, isn't it? I mean, they can, they certainly have their, they have their following. Sure. I think, I think every spin class... Has their following sure. Every instructor is Except like for Echelon eh, Okay that's true um, So I do think probably Within her world But I would say Celebrity seems a bit much If she's not being Recognized right. on the street Like so if, our instructors are
0: If you're going to compare it To streaming services mm-hmm. So Peloton is Netflix Right And then I guess SoulCycle is Crackle like, Is like Hulu
1: Oh okay okay And,
0: and then Echelon is Crackle Yes yeah. that's apt
1: That's apt Because yeah. you'd have to
0: be On mm-hmm. Crackle to buy one <laughs>
1: I love your throwaways. So anyway, this woman claims that as she's tried to slow down, Davis began mocking her personally, telling her and the rest of the class, we don't take breaks. And I got to stop right there because that happens daily at a Peloton class. I mean, yeah, that's just kind of your standard motivational. Yeah, I mean, I guess it kind of depends on how you present it, because like I can think of a million times Robin Arzon has said something like that. But but I will say that she says You do your best Like it's never like You're not keeping up With the rest of the people Therefore you suck And whatever happened I don't know what the woman said Because I wasn't there But she says That she called her out She being the Carmen Felt like the instructor Angela Davis Called her out And made her Pedal faster to keep up Which then caused her legs To start shaking At this point She was in Quote unquote Serious pain Carol. With the music blaring and in the shadowy darkness, Carmen was isolated on her spinning cycle. Her feet were locked to the pedals and the pedals just kept turning. Fatigue and disorientation overcame Carmen and she fell off to her right, off the saddle. Of the spinning cycle. After being unable to stop or unclip herself, she apparently dislocated her ankle repeatedly. As her attorney. I'm just trying
0: to. That's the part that mystifies me the most is the repeatedly.
1: As her attorney alleges in the lawsuit, by the time the pedal stopped, Carmen had been catastrophically injured because the because it kept going around in a circle. Oh, okay, and so gotcha. like as she fell, she didn't know how to stop it, and it kept going. Around. But they're not
0: motorized. Like if you stop pedaling, they should stop, right?
1: Well, if she had enough, you you can get some major. Like to me, this sounds like this woman didn't have any kind of resistance on her on her pedals, right. and she was going like a hundred. You know, gotcha. and then like when she fell off, like it just like the the torque that had generated. Just kept going. Gotcha. But I am. Totally just trying to picture it you so, reading between the lines Yes I don't know that that's Really happened Yeah they are definitely uh, Suing SoulCycle and Davis For negligence and in not Instructing her properly And not safely designing And maintaining the bike She was on
0: And Amy Schumer is suing her For
1: plagiarism <laughs> Yeah right Then then the article Because I love Shape.com Goes on to tell you That it's, un- it's uncomfortable For anybody the first time You go and here's what You should do to be safe On your bike when you Go for the first time And then it turns into a how-to So anyway, that's that It's nice to see that Peloton's not the only The only company out there being sued Yes,
0: I'm (laughs) sure that lifted morale Over there I'm sure (laughs) If you're looking to avoid carbs It's always a challenge trying to find bread That fits in with your keto lifestyle Man, there is nothing worse than when you buy a pair of sunglasses...
1: to get free shipping.
0: Checking in with the Peloton community. Joining us today via skype phone is uh, Kristen Fleschner. Hey, Kristen, how's it going?
3: Great, how are you? Good. Good. We're so happy that you're here. Thank you for taking the time to do this. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, I'm really excited to be able to speak and connect with The Peloton community, which is uh, a community that's really important to me. Oh, I think I think
1: so many people I think you're going to hear from a ton of people that are going to be super excited to hear from you. So um, having said that, there might be people who don't know who you are. Can you kind of start by giving us a little bit of your backstory, kind of like your your about you?
3: Sure. Um, I'm sure that most people don't know who I am. So I am based in the D.C. metro area, um, but I'm actually from Indiana, and I try to spend a lot of the time, a lot of my time there. Um, my family is there. Um, I got my first road bike when I was in the eighth grade, and I've really loved cycling since then. Um, let's see. Throughout my career, my work career, I focused on advocating through um, advocating for various marginalized communities, through analysis, policy, law, and storytelling, which is what I'm trying to do right now. <laughs> um, I went to Vanderbilt um, for my undergrad. And um, after Vanderbilt, I was able to go to Southern and Eastern Africa and work on violence against women and children. Um, and this was kind of really a turning point for me. Um and I decided at that point that I really wanted to continue working on marginalized groups uh, kind of for the rest of my life. Um, when I came back to the United States, I came to D.C. because that was where a lot of work on international issues um, was based out of in the U.S. And I worked on the Hill for a while and then went into the federal government and stayed there for 11 years um, and only really left that job mid last year. Um During that time, I also had the opportunity to gain a law degree from Harvard, um, which was really a life-changing experience for me and expanded my knowledge on international frameworks and compliance and EEO issues and um, really was able to apply in my daily work, um, even though my focus in law school was on national security. Um, I guess what I didn't say, Was that during that time? About ten or yeah, I guess nine or ten years ago now, um, I started losing my vision after I had a pancreas transplant, um, and they don't really know what the genesis of that vision loss was um, after the transplant. Um, so and does, since that time, the, sorry, go ahead.
0: That's okay. So does that mean that they that like it could have been a coincidence? Like it's unrelated or
1: or, or does it mean it's definitely related, but they don't, don't know, know why? why?
3: Um, that's a good question. <laughs> I think they think that there's some relation, um, some trigger that caused the vision loss, um, mainly because I've had lots of treatments, hundreds of different treatments, um, and numerous eye surgeries since um, the vision loss started that have been unresponsive. Um, so I don't follow the, um, normal course. Um, I don't, I'm not reacting to treatment in the normal way that someone would, um, based on the type of diseases that I have. Um, so I'm kind of an outlier. Uh, so they think that there's something different about, um, the type of, um, I guess, reaction that I probably had either to medications or, um, the way that my body responded potentially.
0: Gotcha. So, Can we ask? Like, I've never heard of a pancreas transplant. I didn't didn't, know. I didn't know that that was was even an option.
3: Yeah, um, I think a lot of people have. A lot more people have kidney pancreas transplants um, later, and when they have uh, type one diabetes and their kidney starts to fail, Um, a lot, uh, a lot fewer people have pancreas only transplants, which is what I had. Um, after having had type 1 diabetes for, I guess, 13 or 14 years at the time. Um, So I no longer have type 1 diabetes. um, But I don't think that doctors um, consistently call this a cure for diabetes because I'm now immunocompromised. I take um, immune suppression drugs for the rest of my life, and I'm a transplant patient. Um, so people don't consider pancreas transplant a cure for type one diabetes. It's just another way for treating diabetes. Okay. Gotcha. I gotcha. never knew that. I didn't either. So we're
0: already learning things.
3: Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you for the education.
0: <laughs> because my first thought sure. was like, well, what about pancreatic cancer? Like, yeah, why aren't, why aren't they just yeah, but
1: putting putting a new one in people?
0: Yeah. I guess it's yeah. not like a Kennedy. You yeah. just got the one. Right, right. Yeah. Not yeah.
1: as simple. <laughs> Simple's in air quotes. Because, right, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Remember when we said off, off air about how, like, I would probably say something offensive? We, <laughs>
2: it's
0: just the start. Just the start.
3: <laughs> no, I'm open to answering any questions, so... <laughs>
1: Well, thank you So I feel like
0: we derailed you You were kind of on a roll yes, But yeah, I just I were- when you got to that, I was like, whoa, I've got questions I was already, like you were already rattling off things And I'm just like, oh, I've done nothing with my life know, right? and, then, and then I'm like, oh, Harvard? Now you're just rubbing it in And then you're like, oh, and by the way I did it all, I was losing my vision And I was juggling
3: <laughs> Wow No, I think that the importance of Harvard And um, my career was that, um, they really taught me, um, to advocate for myself and to really, um, advocate for reasonable accommodations. And, um, the, uh, at the time I was advocating for other marginalized groups, um, and Harvard really helped me learn the importance of being an advocate for myself, um, which was a shift in, in, in my perspective, um, And so that's why uh, Harvard was really kind of a turning point in my, um, I guess, in self advocacy for me.
1: If Harvard was like such a key to that, is it because of the
3: people there, or the classes that you were taking, or something else? Um, Well, for I think for a lot of reasons, um, Harvard had the experience of supporting a lot of blind students in the past, um, which. You know, they knew how to accommodate me. I visited a lot of other law schools uh, that um, actually told me that they weren't comfortable accommodating me, which was kind of heartbreaking. Wow. A couple of schools that I wanted to go to.
0: I didn't know they couldn't um, say that. I, yeah, I, I didn't that know that was, was a thing.
3: Yeah, they can't. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> but that's something you kind of learn is that, you know, people say things that they, they can't say or that wow. they shouldn't. Um, but when I went to Harvard, they, you know, they told me exactly how they were going to accommodate me and, um, what they could do. And of course there were bumps along the way, even at Harvard, um, but they always worked, um, to fix them. And, um, also just the students, um, that were around me, uh, were very inclusive, um, smart, and they always wanted to help me succeed. And that made a huge difference. And then sadly, um, What often makes a difference is money. And Harvard had the money. And not only that, but they did put their money behind what they wanted uh, or what they said they were doing, which was inclusion. And so if you went to them with a problem or an idea, um, they would really back that up. Um, And that's, you know, how things actually got done. so if there was an accessibility problem, um, they would actually fix it. Um, So that that made a huge difference.
0: So um, did they have to make a a lot of changes? And I mean that in terms of, like, had they not had vision-impaired students prior to you?
3: No, they actually um, had a lot of vision-impaired students prior to me. Um, They're kind of well-known in that area, I would say, but they've had had increasingly more since then. Um, I think I was the only one... So um, Haben Gurma graduated the year before me, and she was actually the first deaf-blind graduate, oh. um, which was amazing to have her, um, you know, kind of as a mentor in many ways. And then I was the only blind student for um, maybe a year. And then after um, I graduated, there was a year, I think, where they even had seven blind students, uh, which was pretty amazing. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, so... Um, they're, I think, well known in, in the area and um, they do a lot of advocacy around um, disability issues.
0: Well, that's cool. It I is. mean, it's, it's I, you know, it, obviously Harvard is a very well known and respected school, but it's also kind of easy to peg it as, you know, upper as, crust, as stick not, up their butt, not yeah. caring about anybody else kind of a place, too. And so yeah. it's nice to hear <laughs> that it's not. It is.
3: <laughs> it is very nice to hear that. Yeah, definitely. Um, I had a, I had a very good experience there. So,
1: <laughs> so, so, how did all of, if you were done with your your history? Because I don't want to interrupt yeah. you, but I was really curious also how that led you to Peloton, like how you meandered through to to
3: find the bike. Yeah, sure. Um, so, like I said, I had kind of been a cyclist for a while, not a serious cyclist, but had done. Um, A lot of riding, um, just rides kind of throughout my life. Um, And when I started losing my vision, um, my dad really kind of encouraged me to start doing tandem riding. So I had done some tandem riding with him. Um, And then, like many other transplant patients, um, I battle a lot of autoimmune issues and have a lot of ups and downs. And my road isn't always easy. Um, and I always tell people that vision loss is kind of the cakewalk for me. Um, but back in 2016, I had a pretty severe infection and was um, really ill. I actually had to really kind of learn to walk again after a really long hospital stay. And um, I had decided that in 2017, I was um, had the goal of doing the ride across Indiana again, which I had done before And it's about a 160-mile, one-day ride. Um, And it was kind of like a comeback goal that I had planned. Um, And a lot of challenges that the blind community face when trying to exercise are transportation to and from gyms, um, navigating the gym once you get there, which sounds silly, but it's actually really simple. A lot of it is waiting for a bike to come open during spring break times. So like you'll be waiting there and then someone will actually like get in front of you and jump on the bike when you've been waiting there. Using Yeah. And then actually just using accessible equipment at the gym. So like learning to use a different bike each time you go there. So simple things like that. So
0: when somebody jumps in front of you, are they not realizing that you're waiting or are they just that big of a dick?
3: I guess I try not to speculate I think sometimes it's probably both um, you know people are really busy and you know on their cell phones and have their own lives and you know often not aware of their surroundings and then sometimes it's kind of clear that people are busy and want to be next up <laughs>
1: wow
3: <laughs> yeah so you're nice um, I just
1: can't
0: yeah. imagine <laughs> being like that
3: yeah <laughs> no yeah yeah um so yeah I tell people when I'm talking about um you know accessibility and Peloton that I think blind people more than anyone would prefer to have their pain cave in their home for all of those reasons (laughs) sure um because transportation you know can often be difficult and um just figuring out, um, accessibility issues and everything. Um, this is like a target, um, product, uh, for the blind community. Um, so yeah, I, I had heard about the Peloton and had some friends that had it and spoke highly of it. And I reached out to, um, someone at Peloton asking them about, um, accessibility and their product, and that's kind of how the conversation started.
0: Wow! And so, and so
3: okay, so that was 2017. Yeah, I think that was um, the beginning of 2017.
0: So then, how did that? How what was that conversation like? What transpired?
3: Um, at that point, they weren't um, really sure how much accessibility the product had, and so. Um, I got access to the app, the digital um, app, and uh, did some testing on the app, um, just on a spinning bike at my gym, and um, used that for a lot of the training for the ride across Indiana. Uh, And so that went on for a couple of months, and then ended up getting the bike at the very End of 2017 or maybe even January of 2018 was when It actually arrived Wow
0: so how does That work in terms of Like so you're using the app on your Phone how how does A a blind person interact with a smartphone Like what's the What's the process there
3: Sure so um, An iPhone is Really accessible Um, The uh, The Screen reader on a smartphone is built in directly to the smartphone. So your phone, I could use your phone right now if I needed to. Um, I would just turn on what's called voiceover on an iPhone and use the touch screen to access um, almost any app. The app builder just has to build in accessibility features um, that allow the screen reader to read back to me. Um. So, for example, if you text me, um, I just touch the text app and um, open your name and it will read back your text to me. It's just the responsibility of the different um, companies to build in the correct features. So the uh, voiceover or in the case of Android, uh, what's called TalkBack is allowed um, to read back.
2: Okay,
0: so how do you know where, where to touch? touch?
3: Yeah, I feel dumb asking yeah. that, but I don't know how that works. Um, you just slide your finger across the screen. And so, like, I know, for example, um, text is on the very left-hand corner of my screen. But if I didn't know that, I would just, you know, put my finger there and it will read text. And then to the right, it reads, if I move it over, it will say camera. Um, so it gives me that feedback when I oh. touch it Okay so when
0: you, when you have it in that mode When you're touching the screen You're not clicking on things It's, it's telling, telling you. you This is what you're touching And then I right. guess I guess when it, you find the thing Then you like what Double click it or tap it again Exactly or, Okay Yeah Because oh. I was just like Well if you're sliding If you're touching it You're clicking everything <laughs>
2: Again.
1: you've opened yeah. every yeah.
3: app on your phone right. yeah. <laughs> yeah there are different um, basically finger strokes that you would use um, to do different things So if I use two fingers and slide my slide them down um, that makes the voiceover stream and so it would read like an entire website instead of just reading one paragraph oh. um, So you learn kind of how to use the different functions. That's, that's cool. In the same yeah. way that you would learn how to use keystrokes or a mouse. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah,
0: that's that is that is it's pretty nifty. So um how like how prevalent are is it for apps to have included that feature or is that in it of itself a a battle? Um
3: well it's um becoming much more prevalent because there are laws that require it, um, to be included. Oh, um, yeah. Well, that's That's wonderful. yeah. Yeah. So, um, web accessibility is, uh, very important for blind people to get information, um, obviously, and to be able to, um, not just get information, but, To have access to social networks uh, To be able to shop um, To get an education To do all the things that Everyone else does online Um, And so there are A variety of different laws um, That make this uh, You know Something that different um, Companies, universities, the federal government Have to do Um, And so Over time especially um, Startups who are uh, building apps and new web pages, um, you know, are starting from the very beginning, are doing this. And it's much easier to build an app that's accessible than to rebuild um, accessibility into an app. <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: that bet. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so when you started using uh, the Peloton app and then you get the bike, like what's, uh, like, what worked? What didn't? Like, what was a challenge? What was, like, was there, you know, what, if anything, was, was better functioning than you would have thought?
3: Sure. Um, so because um, the iPhone um, is, uh, I guess, more accessible um, right now, the digital app on the iPhone has a little bit more accessibility. Um, currently, Peloton products through the Android app, Um, which are the bike and the tread, are not accessible to the blind and visually impaired community um, at all. Uh, This is because they're using the Android and the talkback feature currently is turned off. So um, that particular feature isn't built into their app. Um, that means that I have to use several different kind of band aid fixes that make me dependent on others or other sighted users to use the bike, and I'm really not getting kind of the same um, experience that other riders have. Um, I think what that does show is that, um, you know, there's some improvement to be made, a lot of improvement to be made. Um, but I know other blind uter- users, um, a few that are using the bike and are kind of doing the same thing that I'm doing. And blind people tend to kind of um, be problem solvers and find workarounds because we have to do this a lot in our daily lives. Sure. Um, And so um, we are finding ways to use the bike because it's, you know, an incredible training tool, but we're hoping that um, there can be more accessibility in the near term.
1: So, um... When you say there's like band-aid fixes and you have to rely Is it like several apps that are together That like do you have to kind of like Link this to that app to Be able to read like what the speed Is or what the uh, the Cadence is is that kind of what's Happening because I I'm Really yeah. curious how that works
3: Sure so there are a couple um, Apps both um, That you can pay for And one that's free and volunteers um, Where I can connect Uh via my iPhone or glasses. Um, and, um, I connect to a sighted human. And so they'll tell me what's on the screen in front of me and help me pick a class. Um, and you know, I sometimes, um, would on the volunteer app, um, I've gotten someone who's a cyclist um, and they're like, oh, this is Peloton. Like, I want to stay on and, like, tell you what your cadence is and stuff so I can see what Peloton is like.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> and so I'll get someone that will stay on for, like, a 60-minute ride and, like, explain what, you know, Christine is doing and saying because they want to see that. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. That's but, yeah. Typically that doesn't happen. So someone will just connect me to the ride that I'm looking for. And then I disconnect with that person. Um, but then I won't have access to, you know, my output or my cadence throughout the ride. Um, and then I get that afterwards. Um, but one way I have been using uh, Peloton is that my dad also has a Peloton and he's a, a, five time Man. He's seven, almost 70. Well, he'll get mad at me for saying that on here. You <laughs> he might have to cut that. Uh, <laughs> but um, so we connect via the chat function. And uh, so he'll know kind of what my workout is. Um, and he can follow along with what I'm doing. Um, and so that's been another way to make it more accessible for me. Um, to kind of have him along on the rides with me. Uh, And so that's just been really cool. Uh, Even though we're many states apart, most of the time, uh, he's, you know, been um, recently helping me with some of my interval training and other rides that I do. Well,
1: that sounds like a really special thing for you guys. That's That is um, turning kind of a sour situation Into into a nice moment But I'm sure that's got to be frustrating
3: Yeah, uh, it's difficult But I think, you know One of the things that I've learned Is that um, I guess one of the things about blindness When people ask me Or one of the things that people are surprised that I say is that I don't think I would change it, um, if I could go back because there are so many people, um, and creatures (laughs) that I've gained along the way because I've had to work with people and I wouldn't give up all the people and partners and teammates that I've gained, um, from this, uh, for anything. And, you know, having to do Rides with my dad to, you know, run marathons with people hooked to a rope to ride with my tandem pilots Um, Those are things that I wouldn't give up Wow And and you mentioned creature
1: specifically, so I (laughs) (laughs) I I saw I saw recently that you were uh, in class with Christine with your your dog and that was really cool
3: Uh, Can you tell us about your your puppy? which is probably not yeah. a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So my leaderboard name is Zoe's Pack. And Zoe's Pack was in existence long before it became my leaderboard name. Um, Zoe's my guide dog, and she's from the CNI. And uh, she's uh, amazing in more ways than one. I always say that her tail has more watts in it than any one Peloton ride could. <laughs>
2: um
3: but um, when I got her, I guess one thing that both intrigued me and, and bothered me was how differently people treated me when I um, had her than when I used a cane. And um, mostly in a positive way, but I became more approachable and <laughs> a lot of people would only speak to Zoe and not speak Don't. to me anymore. Ah. Um, and so in law school, um, I. Last year of law school, I started a social media account under Zoe's name, where I would start posting the questions that people would ask Zoe. Um, <laughs> That's great. That's brilliant. Yeah, like how do, you, how does your mommy pick up your dog poopy, and things like oh, that. <laughs> <laughs> and um. I would answer them through Zoe's eyes and kind of also share our days. And it was kind of a joke, but it became very popular. Um, <laughs> I bet. It's great. <laughs> and, <laughs> and I think now through Zoe's various social media media accounts, she has about 15,000 followers. And um, <laughs> that's kind of how we do our advocacy. And I do a lot of my work. So Zoe has two hashtags. One is Zoe's pack and the other one is seeing Zoe and I thought that Zoe's pack was the most appropriate leaderboard name since Peloton means pack in French. Um, and so that's, um, how my leaderboard name came about. But, um, when I did go to the, um, studio and I guess it was just last month, I learned, um, that Zoe and I were the first, uh, team that had a service dog in the studio and I do like being a (laughs) trailblazer but um, not so much in this case um, because it really told me that the bike is inaccessible to our community um, and that we're really being kind of excluded Um, and so that's you know something that um, I want to change and I would love to see more blind people and guide dogs In the Peloton studio Um, And I know that Peloton is really Prioritizing exclusion Um, So I'm hoping that this is something uh, That You know we can try to change in the future And really try to um, Focus on disability Not just blind people but disability writ writ large
0: Yeah I would think that uh, If for a blind Person like Peloton would be a great a great thing to have access to I, Like I, I My first thought is a blind person Isn't typically going to be able to Ride a bike so this is a great way for them To get a bike experience In a safe way that Doesn't it Isn't dependent on another person To come and assist them
3: Yeah I mean I'm very active In the cycling community And um, Most Uh Paracyclists, I would say, do a majority of their training inside. Um, and I mean, it just makes sense monetarily for Peloton as well. Um, if you look at the disabled population in the United States, um, we're the largest marginalized group. So we're over 20% of the population. Um, and so, marketing wise, Peloton's really missing out on that group. Um, what's even more interesting is that research has shown that the blind community itself uses social media as much as the sighted community. And in some cases uses it more, um, in the areas of shopping and advocacy. So if they think that, you know, we aren't accessing it, um, or we aren't able to, they're just missing us because their actual product, and not just them, I'm saying them because we're talking about them. Sure, sure. sure. Um, Yeah, it's like a, you know, a larger issue. Um, It's just because, you know, that particular product isn't accessible. So if the product was accessible, um, they would be coming to them in, you know, mass um, because it's, it's, it's a really great product for the community. Um so, yeah, it makes perfect sense to uh, target us and to make products accessible and inclusive, uh, not just the bike, all products. <laughs>
1: yeah. And so so uh, from a wish list perspective, um, obviously, turning on the talk back feature would solve at least part of the issue. Are there any other like items that you would have on a wish list for for the Peloton products that would make it more accessible?
3: Yeah, so. When I work with companies, I, you know, talk to them a lot about um a wish list, but a lot of times um that in many cases is just a baseline. It's making the bike work for me just like it does for you. Sure. Um so when you talk about going kind of over the lot over the top and doing wish list things, so those would be adding things, um that are above compliance right and sure so that would be adding like bells or whistles literally that would provide audio like countdowns for um when a class starts or even like a bell if you're if you go outside of a particular cadence or something like that but i don't really think that those things are needed um just actually providing you know the specific um tools to access the bike and the way that we access you know all tablets um would be a great starting point
1: okay I, I didn't know if there was something um, there else are, that they could do no no I was just curious if there was something else that would make it fully accessible for you then um, wish list was clearly a poor choice of words I just meant that like uh, if obviously the talkback feature would make the tablet more accessible but what else would you need for the Peloton products to be fully accessible
3: Oh yeah um, I mean I guess, like, the basic things are, you know, first making their website accessible so people can get online and understand what the bike is and actually order the bike, um, and then making the the talkback accessible, and, you know, right now I'm focusing on the blind community because that's, you know, how I use the bike, but there are lots of different aspects of accessibility that go beyond voiceover that I'm not really touching on, um, and so those things um you know getting getting the talk back um giving the instructors training on how to give more descript- descriptive feedback in classes um there's a whole section or there's a whole actual um class that yoga can, instructors can take on um adaptive yoga that i think not just disabled people benefit from but a lot of people benefit from in the yoga community um Making their social media posts access- accessible, um, so adding alternative text to photos so people um, online can know what um, pic- what are in their pictures. Um, so there, are, I guess there are lots of things. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I it's, do have a long wish list.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it's interesting because um. You know, I, I, I hate to say it, but it's uh, I'll just be very honest. It's I when you when you don't experience it, you don't you don't think about the struggles that it must how difficult yeah. it must be to to navigate the world. Like I had no idea until you emailed me that there was a way to add other text to social media posts or to uh, yes. websites like that was that blew my mind. You know, I, I think that's. I feel bad I didn't know that But I had no clue
3: that that was a thing Yeah I think um, One of the Things um, That I think helped me shift My perspective and also Change my career was that I had worked on women's Issues and um, In my work I had also witnessed Racism and homophobia And Islamophobia um, And my travel and work. Um, But nothing I had ever experienced was close to the discrimination that I faced as a disabled person. Um, And since I had been cited for, um, you know, 28, 29 years of my life, and then that suddenly changed, I had a very stark contrast of um, how quickly privilege could be taken away from you. Yeah. Um, and cited privilege is um, so strong. Um, and, you know, I, uh, it, the the unquestioned assumption by nearly everyone is that, you know, I deserve to be pitied before respected, um, or that I'm dependent rather than independent. Um, and those are all the things that um, are protected by equal access laws. Um, and all the things that I'm trying to change by having conversations with people like you. Wow.
0: Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a lot to take in.
1: It is. So
0: (laughs) I had a, a question backing up a little bit when you were talking about how people treated you differently when you had Zoe with you. What, what, how do you get treated when you're using the cane? Like what do, like what's the interactions like in that regard?
3: Yeah. Um, Well, for the cane to be effective, um, by nature, you have to have it hit things um, because you're getting feedback from what's around you. Sure. Whereas when you're using a guide dog, it's the opposite. They maneuver you around things. Um, So I think that people by nature are uncomfortable with people kind of bumping into things and they think that you're doing something wrong or you don't know where you are. Um, And it's actually the opposite. Like you're supposed to kind of you know, get feedback of some sort, right. not necessarily, you know, run straight into things, sure, but sure. that's how you're a good cane user. Um, and so people do grab me, um, when I use Zoe, but not as much as when you use the cane, like you get physically grabbed quite a bit when you're on the street and pulled out of the way, um, which is really disorienting, um, and disrespectful, obviously of your privacy of space. Right. Um, and, um, people speak very loud to you, like you are deaf, um, which obviously, um, you know, I respect people who are deaf, but it's, um, it just crosses a line of like what your disability is right. and what assumptions you're making of that person. Um, so, uh, there's just a, you know, a lot of assumptions that happen, um, uh, crossing the barrier of, uh, physical space. Um, and just like an a complete barrier, or I guess um, I guess the main thing is that Zoe is definitely an entry point into the world for me, which can be good and bad. Um, the cane does make that barrier. Uh, it's very hard if you go to a cocktail party or any other place to engage or go up to a group of people and make conversation. Whereas with Zoe, it's much easier to do that. She's, um, you know, she can guide me up to a group and kind of disappear. Whereas um, it was harder for me to do that with a cane. Okay.
0: I get that. So, all things being equal, like if you didn't have to worry about uh, dumb people. Uh, <laughs> um,
1: and I say that as
0: one of them. I'm sure I probably done something stupid, but I, just, I but know
1: if, I feel bad. Like I would be the idiot that like yeah. grab, like oh my god, you're gonna walk into that. I yeah. need to grab you. And like, she's I over would, here, like
0: I'm 32. I know what I'm doing. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. yes. And if you really are 32, I feel really weird. That was a guess. Like I don't want you to think I'm I don't want you to think no, stalking you. Fortunately,
3: uh, I'm older than okay.
0: that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, if so, if the there were no dumb people in the world. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if only? Yeah. Left to your own devices, which would you prefer to use on a daily basis? A, a cane or, or a, a CNI dog? A guide dog?
3: I'm always um, going to be a guide dog user for many reasons. Um, I'm a dog person, so, like, if I wasn't blind I would have a dog <laughs> if I am blind I'm going to have a dog um, that's I think the main reason but also um, for me there are benefits to having a dog I travel a lot and I find a lot of the things that dogs can do beneficial to travel um, for example Zoe finds like handles uh, on doors and so If I'm in a hotel or something, she'll take me straight to the place that we've been and find the handle. Um, A great story that I like to tell is that we were in Geneva and we went back a year and a half later and um, she took me, we walked by a coffee shop that we had been to and she indicated, you know, (laughs) she showed me that coffee shop. Um, And I'm like, most, my mom or dad or like most humans wouldn't have been able to do that, but like... (laughs) my guide dog is like, Hey, like we went there a year and a half ago. Don't you want to go back there and get coffee? <laughs> <laughs> Which was amazing. Yeah. Um, that's all. Awesome. Yeah. A cane, let's, let's see. A yeah. I do that.
2: <laughs> yeah. I <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> can just can't do things like that. Um, so these are really thinking creatures for better or worse. Um, there are a lot of work because of that. Um, You know, she. I thought she was going to have to retire once because she just stopped working every night in this one place. And when C&I came out to assess her working, they told me that the reason she wasn't working in that place was because she wanted me to take her to the pet store, which was a block away. (laughs) Um, So they, like, really are thinking creatures. (laughs) (laughs) That's adorable. How did they
0: figure that out?
3: (laughs) Yeah. Well, because she... It was like this triangle, like to the right was our house, straight was a park, and to the left was a pet store, and she would only not go right. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's a smart dog. Yeah. Yeah, She's very smart. (laughs) She's like, oh, they call
0: them bitches for a reason. (laughs) 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 Yeah. Oh, that's funny. So, uh, how how long does it take before you were comfortable to go out with a cane into the world? Like that seems daunting. That seems extremely intimidating. Just thinking about it.
3: I guess I was a little bit luckier than a lot of people who just like wake up without their sight at all. In the sense that, um, you know, my vision loss occurred. I guess over some time um, where I still had some remaining peripheral vision and still do in my right eye. Um, and so um, I had mobility training um, over a period of several months where I started using the cane. And um, a lot of the reason that most people and myself included didn't use the cane was because of the, uh, I guess, lack of confidence and um, the feedback that you get from society. And that was definitely the case for me, um, getting the judgment from people around me, um, including my family, um, you know, about how that would change people's perception of me. Uh, Had I not had those um, concerns, I probably would have been much more confident in using it and uh, would have used it a lot more. I think a lot of people... Even people who lose their vision all at once um, don't start using it 24 hours a day, which would make that adjustment period um, go much more smoothly. Uh, but it it takes some time. And the more you use it, the better. And then with the dog, it happens, you know, you go to guide dog training, you get matched with your dog. Um, at the I. you're there for three weeks. Um, and, you know, they make sure during that time that, you graduate, you have to be pretty confident. So one of the things that we do is like you do a walk in Times Square. um, You go into New York (laughs) City. So like you have to be confident before you leave the school with your dog. I'm not uh, confident, I'm not doing confident that.
2: in Times Square
0: <laughs> like, hey, We lost a kid there
1: We did lose a kid yeah. there Yeah
0: I mean, we got him back like a week later So,
1: but No 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 <laughs> We're pretty
0: sure he was ours.
1: Yeah
3: Wow. But it takes work with dogs um, They say that like with a lot of dogs uh, It takes about Six months for you to build that bond And relationship yeah um, with Zoe, it happened really fast. I anticipate with my next dog, it will be a much harder task, um, just because I've had such a close bond with her. I will have difficulty with a second dog. I bet. Yeah. Um, with her, I never, I didn't know not to trust her, and she didn't make any mistakes, um, and so I, like, really had no problems trusting her. So I was very fortunate, but. Usually they say about six months Until there's a good working relationship
1: Wow That's a special dog
0: Yeah And that Yeah I, yeah. I was thinking that I wasn't going to bring it up I wasn't trying to be morbid But yeah like Whenever the day comes That you have to switch to another That would be really rough Because you Because you You can't even say like I'm going to have Like normally if you lose Here's a, a pet a period Yeah you're like okay Three, four months Maybe a year And then I'll get another pet And like you don't It's not a pet Like you don't have
1: Yeah, she's (laughs) she's she's probably in some ways. I mean, she's part of your family, I'm sure.
3: Yeah, these dogs are really kind of an extension of you. And I mean, in the law, they're actually an extension of your body. (laughs) I didn't know that. So does that that
0: mean that legally speaking? And I can ask you this because you're a lawyer. uh, (laughs) Legally speaking, if someone were to like, like. Hit the dog like purposefully Like attack the dog it's the same as Attacking you and it would be considered assault
3: Yeah So it depends on the state Um and There are specific laws Um about guide Dogs uh so There are actually laws that are being Drafted right now about this issue But um Yeah and If you look at torts actually It's more consistent um, but in torts, a lot of times the guide dog is considered like an extension of the person. Um, the cane is ex- um, considered an extension of the person. Um, but yeah, there are a lot of laws now that are being drafted, um, because guide dog users have a problem with, um, fake service animals, uh, attacking their dogs.
2: Oh, and so.
3: Yeah um you know there are laws now being drafted that are trying to uh, protect service animals and they're looking at assault from that angle that makes sense i maybe
0: that would stop some of those a-holes yeah
1: that's so frustrating i mean i can't even imagine how frustrating it must be from like your perspective i just find it frustrating because it's like i mean that dog's clearly not a not some kind yeah. of service animal. Right. Like, come on. Who are we trying to kid here? <laughs> so I, I find it frustrating, but I yeah, if if it's attacking other animals that are service animals, then that's horrid. That's just a horrible thing.
3: Yeah, it's a big issue that we faced. And even just having pets um, out in public in stores so frequently now. Um, that they're allowed in a lot of places is difficult. So we do just ask people to know that if you see a service animal out in public, um, don't let your pet approach it, especially if you have a retractable leash. Um, if your dog barks or growls at a service animal, it can, you know, even cause retirement because if our dogs become reactive and start barking or growling, oh. um, they can't work anymore. Oh. So, yeah, yeah we work really hard at um, keeping them focused so they don't interact with other dogs and it doesn't affect their work. Um, but, you know, please just uh, don't let your dogs interact with working dogs. Well, well that's good. That's to a know. great
0: piece of information. Yeah. I didn't realize that it could also cost you the dog.
1: Yeah, I didn't either. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> so, so what can the Peloton community do to help you with, with your goals of making, Peloton more accessible or making other products more accessible?
3: Um, So right now, my work is traveling to different companies, conferences, universities and other places. And I do professional speaking engagements and trainings on accessibility, leadership and inclusion um, that combine my knowledge of law, policy and technology. Um, And so If anyone is interested in um, learning about these things, they can reach out to me through my website, which is just my name, um, www.kristinfleschner.com, and they can kind of read about um, the work that I do in these areas via my website. Um, Separately, I spend a lot of time cycling and have a lot of paracycling goals right now, Um, I just started my road season training and have quite a few races on my schedule. Uh, So this is my second year racing. Uh, I just finished my first track season, Uh, but I'm using these um, races to build my experience for next year. Um, where I will be trying to qualify for the Paralympics for Team USA and paracycling. Wow. Um, so I'm really training hard, um, and I'm using the Peloton as one of my main training tools um, to do that, uh, but also doing a lot of fundraising to get the equipment I need. One of the things that's hard for the uh, blind community para paracycling is that um, I'm responsible for my uh, pilot. So I pay for two people. I pay um, for her... Um, equipment and everything Um, so that um, fundraising information is also on my page if people are interested in supporting that as well Um, also just um, reaching out to Peloton and letting them know that they're interested in accessibility and it's important um, always helps so continuing to do that um, whenever they ask about um, you know what features you want uh, please do that and uh, follow us on um, our social media, which is uh, Zoe, the scene I dog <laughs> on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter um, is where you can find me as well as my, um, the website I just told you about, um, which my name is Kristen with a K R I S T I N Fleschner F L E S C H N E R. Um, as far as um tribes we're hoping to or we've just started um a disab- disabled disabled user group um, that we're going to start promoting and so um look for that on the official pillow page soon um we're hoping to get ideas from people about other ways uh, to make the community more accessible and to organize and use the community-based model that Peloton has used and made the community so strong.
1: Well, that's wonderful. That's awesome. Can can I post those uh links on our on the clip out group? Can, is Please that okay? Do. Okay. <laughs> wonderful. Wonderful. Yeah, yeah. That's great.
0: Awesome. Well, I think we've covered everything, correct? Or yeah. not everything, because yeah. we have time constraints, but yes.
3: <laughs> Can I the- give a few shout-outs at the very end? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Go for yeah. it. Okay.
0: No, I like, go quick for it. Shout yeah.
3: out to PMCT Tribe. They're awesome. I've had racer I've had members come support me at races, call out times for me, stay the whole day. They're incredible. Wow. Um, and a shout out to Christine, who is not only an amazing instructor, but a very, very good person. Um, I just I can't say enough about her. Um, And the road riders Are pretty cool too (laughs) (laughs) That's all
1: (laughs) Well that is wonderful Awesome well, yeah. thank you so much for taking the time to do this. It's been uh, absolutely fascinating, and I, I personally really appreciate all of the education. Um, I always like learning, and absolutely. I definitely
3: learned a lot. So, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Totally.
1: Well,
3: I really appreciate you guys having me and talking about um, a topic that often doesn't get talked about. Um, I hope that the community... You know is interested even though there aren't A lot of my particular group in the Community I hope we get the word out
0: (laughs) Yeah I think uh, I think You will I I think think you will too it's a pretty Inclusive community I think they're They're gonna want to see
1: they're gonna want to hear More from you I have a feeling
0: that would be my Guess (laughs) as well well thank you So much for taking time out of uh, What has to be a busy schedule I don't I don't want to put you on the spot But like while we were Recording this this episode she got another degree from Yale.
2: <laughs> oh my gosh. No. She was just like, oh, I just
0: knocked this out online.
2: <laughs> like, I already ed
0: stuff. I-, I can just, I'm a doctor now.
2: <laughs>
1: Here's today's
0: recipe for success. So, does Kristen have a recipe for us?
1: She does she has maple roasted acorn squash so you would be out no yeah. matter what but but Kristen did tell me that she is completely gluten-free and vegan due to her allergies like it helps with her allergies okay. and so, so she's no not matter just,
0: she's not just a hipster no okay
1: and and basically no matter what she would have chosen you would have been out because that's, of those two things oh totally so there's nothing that she could have come up with that's okay. Yeah, and so she went. She uh, posted a link that allows you to go through the steps of preparing your acorn squash, and it's actually pretty easy. And um, it's it's only three steps. You slice it, and then you you don't even have to peel it because it's really really thin skin. So you leave it on there, and then you flavor it with this uh, oil, maple syrup, paprika, salt, and pepper mixture. And then when you're done with that, you just roast it. And basically it's like 20 minutes on one side and then you flip it and then you roast it for another 10 Super super easy as far as from a easy standpoint that is right at my alley and it's it's really good for you too Awesome
0: Yeah I guess I'd probably be more apt to eat what she feeds Zoe
1: Yes That's I I mean I don't know She might use canned dog food In which case you probably wouldn't eat that Or the dried dog food But if she's just giving her scraps You might be okay Okay Unless they're gluten-free scraps They might be gluten-free scraps oh. That means Zoe, Zoe the dog is eating healthier than you, Tom That's
0: not shocking
1: It's not <laughs> That's not
0: So I guess that brings us To a close Yes Uh, What do you have in store For people next week
1: We have Sanaz Mesa Oh that's a fun name to say It is a fun name to say And uh, she is amazing Um, She has all these Great Peloton stories Because she's been Around the Peloton community For quite a while And she is hilarious This is a huge treat You are going to have A blast getting to know Sanaz
0: Awesome well uh, until then where can people Find you
1: they can find me at facebook.com Slash crystal D. O'Keefe they can find me On Twitter or Instagram on the bike and Of course the tread at clip out crystal
0: and You can find me on Twitter at Roger Kubert or on Facebook at facebook.com Slash Tom O'Keefe and you can find the Show online at uh, facebook.com slash The Clip Out, uh, where you can like the page, join the group, and also don't forget, uh, we're available on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. So that's it for this one. Thanks for tuning in, and until next time, keep peddling.
1: And running.